Hi, I'm Andy. Hi, I'm Leon. And this is Bad Tales. How dark has been? <laughs> Do you know what? Don't be looking up a skirt. <laughs> Socks on. I don't care, I'm really sick. Happy Dad's Day. Happy Dad's Day, my friend. Oh, yeah. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm all right. It's good to hear that you're all right. It's good to hear that you're good. It's it's good to hear that you, it's good for you that I'm good. Let's cut the good now. Let's go. What are we up to? Uh, I don't know. What are you up to this week? I've had a nice steady week. I had a barbecue today. Did you? Yeah, it's the first time I've had a for ages. You'll, you'll know, but the listeners will. I've got a problem with barbecue. It's got a big crack down the base of it, so I'm concerned. Too much wear and tear, it'll just fall through. So I risked it for a biscuit today and said I'm off one. It's nothing worse than your barbecue falling through. I know. I, I'd say pride of my barbecue as well. I love having a barbecue. I've discovered the piece on the barbecue. You do as well, don't you? Yeah. You take a lot of pride in when you do a barbecue. Oh, yeah. Post a barbecue. Yeah, yeah. I love doing it. It's a proper dad thing. Oh, it? yeah, yeah. I love it. I love. I love the fact uh, I get to boss Amy round. Bring me out. Bring me a beer. <laughs> it's like get your own beer. I can't. Tend to me. It's the only time you ever get to boss her around. It is, and sometimes I don't get to do it. She just kicks off. And says no. Get yourself. So I trundle into the kitchen. Get me beer. Get me meat, and then put it on. Come back, and your sausages frazzled. Yeah. What's um, your go-to meat? What's on barbecue? Burger. I love always burger. burger. Well, not always, but I love all sorts. We we'll do fish on barbecue. We'll do. Sausages, burgers. Yeah, I like fish, yeah. Didn't I know like fish. Didn't know you're healthy. It's about as far as I go for healthy. No, I do like fish on barbecue, it's really nice. Fish fingers. Nice fish. <laughs> That's my standard. But yeah, we'll, we'll do hot on barbecue. We'll do, I know, I know, I know when I say this, if we go, that's normal. Like, halloumi, we'll do all them sort of things on barbecue. Pork chops, um, prawns, we'll do prawns on barbecue, skewer them up. And you surely don't eat prawns. I love prawns. Do you really? I absolutely love prawns. You so don't eat lettuce, day. but you'll eat prawns. Hey, lettuce. Cucumber. Uh, no, I don't like cucumber. <laughs> don't like cucumber, don't like tomatoes. The other day, we got like some frozen prawns. I know that's not really great for the podcast, but I just cooked them in there like just a bowl of prawns. They <laughs> 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 were flavoured like. Oh, man, I love prawns. But prawns aren't good for you, as, as odd as that is. Fish is good for you, but prawns are really high in cholesterol and stuff, so you've got to be careful you don't eat too much prawns. And you've, you've, just, sort of tip. you've just said you've eaten a full bowl of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like I said, I absolutely love prawns. Oddly, don't like cold prawns, though. When we used to go away from mother and father-in-law and we go abroad, they'd be bad, like, like, cooked, but, like, you got to shell them and stuff. They've got to take all the skins and that off. Oh, that's a right faff, that. I can't be bothered with all that. If I liked cold prawns, I probably would. I just, I just can't get them with cold prawns. For some reason, my prawns have got to be warm. <laughs> I, it's, not, it's not the shelling bit that annoys me. I'm not fussed about that, because sometimes you go, get, like, go to the restaurant and you get, like, a, a warm, cooked with all the head and everything. I don't mind pulling that head off and taking all bits of bit. <laughs> that, you shouldn't have to giggle at that. <laughs> it's going shy on curly prawn. Oh. But yeah, so um, yeah, I, I just like cold prawns. We're about six minutes into <laughs> six minutes into this podcast. And you must have said prawns about twenty seven times. <laughs> oh man, that's a lot of prawns. Yeah, I do like prawns. <laughs> Been up to what else this week? Uh, not particularly, no. I've had um, an alright week, nice steady week. No, no, played football. Unbelievable, the kid. He had a man at match. Oh. Played really well this week. Got got a new centre half in the family. Un- understands the concept of staying, not not wandering around pitch, running off after the ball, keeping it. 
I think that's one of the first things that we need to learn as well, not to just chase everything, you know, spatial awareness and stuff. Yeah. It's key in it at that age. I tell you what, the team we played, though, they were really well organised at a point where I said to one of the dads, I was like, look at those two statues. Like, what do you mean statues? They had two players stood in defence and they just stayed on the corner of the box. Didn't move, pretty much mopping everything up. Ball comes loose, boof, boof, away. Whereas no one that disciplined, but I was like, wow. You so you need to go to a, like, kind of an effective netball Process, yeah, you do. Yeah, kids. zonal stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah, that that certainly helps. Oh, I might suggest that because that, that is genuinely what our team needs. Like, if you're playing defense, everyone understands not to go running up, you're not scoring if you're playing defense. Whereas, like, the midfielders and the strikers become a blurred vision. Like, one minute they're all running across the left wing, they're all to right wing, they're in the middle of the park. Whereas, if you did actually have zonal positional, it'd probably do a lot better. It'd give you more space. There's loads of zonal games you can play as well that will help with yeah. that. Yeah. It's, well, it's kids, let's be honest. They don't, yeah, they don't can't comprehend that. And they're, no. they're still learning. They're having fun. Because you don't want to take the funness out of football at their age. No, because as well, it's a difficult one. Because even at their age, fun for them is winning. Yeah. It's, they, they don't get a lot of joy, even at that age, from losing. So, the, you know, playing football is brilliant. But they've yeah. still got that competitive edge to them. I'll tell you what I did here, which was absolutely amazing. So, the team lost 9-7. And the other team... Like, no one really knew what the score was apart from referee and the coaches because obviously they were marking the the scores down the way. And the other team's head coach, one of the players, was like, What was the score? And he went, Nil nil. And he went, One nil nil. And he's like, As far as I'm concerned, it was nil nil. Who cares if we won or lost? We're just having fun and playing football. And I thought that was classed by their coach. And yeah. I, I ever heard it, I thought, You know what? That's a right way to instill on kids. Don't matter if you win or lose, do you enjoy it? Yeah. So who cares what the score was? It's good though. And I, I, like I said, I was like, wow, big cheese grin on my face. It's nice to hear stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, man, like I said, I'm, en- I'm enjoying watching them play football. Because it's, it's what I used to love. I used to love it. Yeah. And I'd, I'd say both my kids have got more understanding about football than I ever had. It wasn't until I got to like 13, 14 that I actually started to understand positional game, take your time, there's no point just oofing it. Yes, clear when you need to clear it. But actually looking for a pass sooner than just oofing the long field and stuff. Yeah, because that's how all the good players are. Right? They have a they have a knowledge and an understanding mind, of, yeah. of how the game yeah. works. Like I said, they're all learning. And they get better. Yeah, they're gonna get they'll learn it. Well, they'll pick it up. Yeah, I'll have had two games, and I, I saw a massive difference this week compared to last last week's game in all the players. Well, nice. We'll see what happens next week. Let's see. I was I was saying I want to go back to playing vets football though. You're not old enough. I know I'm not old enough to play vets football, but I want to go back to playing vets football. I'm thinking I think it's thirty six and you can play vets football. Is it thirty six? Somewhere, yeah, so I've got a couple of years left. And I'm thinking by the time I get to there, my two will be grown up enough that if I want to play football, that they can come and I can I can play football and leave my sideline. Like now, if yeah. I want to play football and took them with me, they'd be like, I'd be like, turn around, like, I'm defending a corner going, Where's my kids gone? I can't see him anymore. They're on the sideline. <laughs> want to be up a tree. <laughs> yeah. Well, they'd be, well, they would, luckily, would be underneath trying to catch him, though. <laughs> well, I hope so. I hope one looks after the other. Because vets football is all right because it's. It's not too serious. No one's there to be getting scouted and picked up and yeah. trying to be a superstar and snapping, like I say, snapping each other. Hey, you never know. I kick a like a can down the street or something like that. And open focus and driving fast. Somebody might just see this. I was sure we've been met anyway. My week last week was quite exciting and I did a lot. This week I don't think I've done nothing. Apart from my jingles all week. Uh, yeah, there's there's another jingle out because you said you was off to Lego. Land. I'm gonna say I walked into your house today and you went. I've got a jingle, I've got a jingle. And I didn't get a chance to put Bob on a seat and you're playing it to me. Love a jingle. I'm excited about it. So that'll be on our TikTok and it'll be on our Instagram 
and where else should we put it? YouTube. Let's go Facebook as well, because we got called out this week that we don't put anything on Facebook. So we seem to put a lot of things out on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, but we don't really Facebook it. Now, I'm not a big Facebook person, I don't know about yourself, so therefore I don't, it's, it's normally because we've got linked accounts, we'll do things and then link them around our normal accounts. Yeah, yeah. I'd say as well, and I think why we do use the other platforms a bit more is because we get a lot of feedback from them. Yeah, I, I find them more user-friendly as well. I find fit, because I've not really used Facebook. I go on them, like, I don't know what I'm doing. I can't find, I can't find what's going on. Whereas the other ones I think are quite straightforward. They're all quite similar. Scroll. Yeah, yeah. Scroll and go. Scroll and go. Simple, isn't it? And videos. I suppose, I suppose Twitter and Facebook are quite similar. Right? It's just text, whereas I quite like the visuals of Insta and Insta. TikTok. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm saying. But yeah, we'll stick it across all our socials just so you can have a giggle at that. I'll, again, my singing is, is horrendous. I even downloaded an app to see if I could change my voice. Did you? Yeah. Couldn't do it. Couldn't like, like it or, or tune yourself up type thing. I don't know what it was. I sounded like a rabbit, I think, at one point. Another another week of a jingle. But yeah, I've got a busy week on this week. I want to try and get my garden to a point where it's ready for like to plant my grass. Plant your grass. Plant Lay grass. your grass. Lay my grass. Sow my grass. Either of them too. Sow my grass. I think I've seen them at Olympics today. <laughs> Sow my grass. Yeah. I think he was in Taekwondo. Was it? Yeah. Oh, nice. How'd he go? Uh, he got laid. Did he? Boom. <laughs> 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 I'll say him up, you knock him out, alright? Ah, that's terrible. Right, what are we talking about this week? We've got a topic this week. We have got a topic, because last week we got a topic went a bit uh, AWOL. So the topic this week is what frustrates you or what annoys you, what angers you, what just pushes your buttons. So we asked the kids, didn't we? We asked the kids what frustrates them. So we'll go you, me, you, me, you, me. You, me, you, me, you, me. That would so, be first. So you take it off. So I'll start with Andy. Andy's quite simple and she's quite chilled out. So she just said, maths frustrates oh, me. maths. Maths. But I think, again, like we've, we've said a billion times, it's probably just what's going on at that yeah. time. She quite likes English and she's getting right into English and writing stories and things like that. But she just says maths. So as a parent, do you... So she finds maths frustrating. So do you then think, right, we should really work on maths because she finds it frustrating? Or do you think, right, she enjoys those projects. I don't want to neglect them. I'd rather work on her strengths. And actually pick up the weeds because let's be honest if you if you spoke to the demographic of the whole uk i bet you get i'm a math person i'm a, I'm an english person i'm a letters person you never you never really find many that are either or yeah so is it one of them things where so let's get some tips out what do you think do you really think you should go okay work to the strengths or actually let's work on them weaknesses and try and pick them up because it could be a hindrance if you start picking their maths up it could hinder her english and stuff like that yeah i think if it was me i mean i don't because I don't see her as much. If I saw her a lot more, like after school and things like that, I'd probably work on it. But because I don't, I don't want to spend my weekends going, right, let's sit down and do some maths. Get that. I know it's got to be done. If she's got homework, we'll do homework, don't get me wrong. But yeah. I'm, I'm, as an extracurricular activity, I'm not going to make her sit down and do maths. But in my opinion, I would try and work on weaknesses to improve. Because I think with that, you can learn other skills, maybe on how you can learn. So with maths, there's a lot of rules and things to maths. Yeah. So I think if you can kind of get your head around figuring that out, I think just that problem-solving element will help with other things yeah. rather than trying to create a, maybe a wider gap between going on. And I think the key thing as well is to not, like we talk about the frustration, but to not implant that into them. To yeah, say, yeah. oh, you know, we know that you're not as good at maths and you know we know that you can do better at maths. 
that's all they're going to hear then. Mm-hmm. And I think it's trying to be positive about about anything. I mean, just use maths as an example, but it can be anything that, mm-hmm. you know, not necessarily just at school, anything that they need to work on. It's just that language you use, I think, in, yeah. in trying to support. And, and it can just be the, a little word here and there. Um, but yeah, so me, I'm working on it. What about yourself? And I'm, I'm keep your strength is keep your strength. So go for your strengths. Yeah, and and homing on them. I'm not, I'm not saying neglect maths because I'm I'm a big advocate of I'm quite mathematical. I'm better at problem solving. Blacks black, whites white. I function much better like that. Whereas like English language can be interpretation. It can be like some words. Just don't spell as a sound. Sound as <laughs> yeah. a spell. English is real hard. Like yeah, that. so like, but some people like Ava is really good at understanding how the English language works. She's got some sort of knack for it. That she can. She's really good at spelling, reading, writing. She's got that knack. So I would say, right, homing on that because that that if you can develop that even further, that's better. I'm not saying neglect the maths. I would still want to work on the maths, but I would always still try and push her strengths against her more than I would her weaknesses. Yes, do them sort of things, but not where I'm like, right, you're no good at it, so let's, let's focus solely on that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. That's the way, I, that's my school of thought. I know, but it would be nice to know you see what other people think. Yeah. Do you work on strengths or do you work on weaknesses? I'm not saying neglect weaknesses, because it sounds really odd that I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Do, do your weaknesses. You've still got to work on what you're not great at, but I think sometimes if you take your eye off what you're really good at, and you do, you think, sit in middle lane, I think that's when you can get really complete. You know, I'm good at this, I don't need to work on it. Well, actually, no, if you're good at it, Let's really home in on that and try and really take it to the next level. Yeah, yeah. I get that. So what's it, what's Noah's? What's Noah's so Noah's frustration is his friends at school. So as you said, Archie and Isaac are faster than him. So it sometimes really frustrates him. He says, I, can't, I don't like it. Sometimes beat me. So that's the competitive edge that he's got that I think he gets from me, if I'm being honest. <laughs> he's, he's quite a fast fast kid, if that makes sense. And I think sometimes... You know, always going the fastest. You can have your off days or whatever, and it really frustrates him when he's not the best when it comes to racing. Yeah, sport. again, it's it's that getting him to understand that that's maybe not the strongest thing, but you'll there'll be other things that you're better than yeah. Isaac and the other guys. Yeah, Lexi says what really frustrates her is people that put other people down. Oh yeah, I'm we on this, Lexi. I hate it. So, obviously, Lexi's sixteen now, so she's at an age now where she understands it. None of us like bullying or all like that. And I think she's kind of got to a point where she realises that not everybody's the same, not everybody's yeah. the same thoughts, not everybody's the same style. So just because that person decides to wear something that maybe you wouldn't like, who cares? Yeah. I, I'm very much like this. I'm so sometimes a bit too laid back and I, I don't like drama. I don't like confrontation. So I just think, let people be. Yeah, yeah. If somebody's got an opinion that I don't like, I tend not even to challenge it. I'll just respect that that's your opinion and that's that's me yeah. done. I don't need to go, you're wrong. I don't find that in me and I don't find the benefit of of anything from that. Yeah. Apart from creating animosity in an argument. Yeah. I just go, okay. And I don't think I think that's probably something I need to work on to to get better at that. To actually not challenge but to maybe just give my opinion more. Yeah. Rather than just be silent. But yeah, so that's kind of what she's she's obviously at that age where like fashion and opinions and what you think is quite big. And you see it, I mean she'll see it all over her social media and stuff that yeah, one person don't like this. 
Don't tell them. Yeah, yeah. What, 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 what good you can come from? Yeah. It's no benefit at all from putting other people down. Yeah. Have you, have you heard of this, the small poppy, no, the tall poppy syndrome? So you get a poppy field and every now and then you get one poppy that rises above the rest and you're meant to cut it away because it has like an effect on the rest of the poppies. So it's like tall poppy syndrome. And in society, we're so good at someone rises above the rest and we cut them down in society. And it's called the small poppy syndrome. And we've seen to adopt it as like a society where if someone's on a really good week, we'll go, oh, I've done this. Somebody will cut your legs right down and whoop, back down you are because they'll have some sort of negative opinion on what you've done. Oh, you, well, that's not great or whatever. And yeah, our media are brilliant. I hate that. it. I absolutely hate it. If someone's doing something good, let's lord them up. Let's lift them another two feet off the floor. Yeah, yeah. We're just, we're just living in a world where no one can bear that someone's better than them. And I, I get in society, let's all try and try and get everyone up to a good um, like level playing field and things. But when someone's done something above, I don't know, what, what what's the realm of normality or what's the realm of they've aspired and developed or come from nothing or, you know, self-made, things like that. I just hate that people are so quick to go, yeah, well, what about da-da-da? And, you know, pull people straight back down and think, yeah, what is wrong with people? It's, again, it's microscoping the minority in that person's makeup in it yeah yeah like i say I, I hope i'm never i hope i'm not pulling someone down so someone catching me pulling someone down pull me up and actually say to me in front of people you know to belittle me and say you shouldn't say that sort of thing because like it's like racing things like that i just think it's unbelievable that it's still a thing i it, in my mind boggles you know it's, with those sort of things and i think we need to challenge people in sight more and say you can't say that yeah why are you doing that we need to educate people more. Yeah. That's and, well, I think a lot of it is we, we go along with the flow. Like, do you know all that, all that trouble we had with football and stuff like that in London? Surely, a lot of that's to like sheep syndrome, where, do you know, people, well, someone does something, you go, you're not trying to join in sort of thing. Yeah. But actually, on reflection, we look at it, if someone maybe stood up and go, whoa, no, stop. I know it's easy to say the dumb, there's a lot of people around. But I think that they're the sort of things where we just need to, like, like say, re educate and stand up and go, no, you don't do that. Why are you doing that? Yeah, it's wrong. Yeah. What you are doing right at this moment in time is wrong. Yeah. What about Ava? So, <clears throat> Ava's that frustration. This has been going on for ages. And Mumwo, like, her ears get pierced. Oh. Now, I say Mumwo, I'm in the same camp. Right, but Ava didn't know this. We're off way to Legoland tomorrow, aren't we? So, we're rocking down to Windsor. We're getting pierced when we get to Windsor. Oh. So, we can get it done for... It's like a birthday present. So, because we said... Shammed them for a birthday, which is ninth birthday, but really want to get them done at the beginning of summer holidays, so then they've got time to heal. By the time we get back to school, she can take them out. Yeah, yeah. So, going down to Windsor tomorrow, getting done tomorrow. Oh, man. So, I've I found out where there's a Claire's accessories three minutes away from where we're staying, walk, so I'm like, right, let's go get it done tomorrow. So, we can get down to there, and then get the ears done tomorrow. So, by the time this has gone live, she'll have cried her eyes out. Hate <laughs> <laughs> you and a mum. Yeah. But she's been asking non-stop. All her friends... Like when I was at school, there weren't many kids that had their ears pierced. Boys, girls, whatever. I think I knew probably, I probably count on one hand of girls and boys. Like there's a boy in my class who had like only one stud and stuff like that. And then a couple of girls that had like a couple of like earrings. Have you had any piercings? Yeah, I have, yeah. What? But I, I, I waited until I was older to have my piercings. <laughs> I didn't have them when I was younger. What have you had pierced? It's not, not time right now. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are you obsessed with my piercings? <laughs> I don't have a piercing anymore. They've gone. 
Yeah. I, I'm going to say because it sounds like I'm probably <laughs> like some like really rude face. So what did you have pierced? I had my eyebrow pierced. <laughs> yeah, what else did you have pierced? <laughs> my nipple. <laughs> my nipple pierced. What uh. made you kind of think? I've got a right idea. Is there any chance you can stick a really sharp needle through mine? I, th- I think it was like the rebel phase. Because I was like 14, 14, yeah. I mean, I was tattooed at 15. So it was like a like a rebel thing. No, 16. I think I was tattooed at 16. I mean, this is probably one for another podcast, but things like ears piercing, I think when they get to Ava's age and she can make that decision herself, what I'm not a massive fan of, and this may cause huge uproar, but like babies. Yeah. Well, that... I've never pierced. <sighs> Yeah, it's, it's catch one too because sometimes I think it's better to get it done when they're younger because they forget about that. It's like a week later, they forgot all about the pain and stuff like that. Whereas I've got a funny feeling Ava's going to remember this for a long It doesn't hurt though, does it? From what I remember. No, we should walk on Legoland going, My ears rain, man, my ears bought my ears rain. And it's ruined Legoland and I've been fuming. So is it worth doing them after Legoland? Yeah. I'll ask the wife. She'll definitely add them by the time we come back because we said she needs to have them done at the beginning of summer holidays so they're yeah, ready for end of summer holidays. that makes sense. There must be a lot of kids planning like that. Do it that way. Yeah. Nice one. Right, finally, Ellie says she, what frustrates her is like if she send a message to somebody like on like a text or something like that and they don't reply but she knows they're online. Oh, what? So you know like when they've read it and you're like, because sometimes you can set your message up so they read as well, can't you? Yeah. So like that, and they've clearly read it. You might have asked them a question, and then they don't respond. So I'm, I mean, I mean, I'm split camped here. I get that. Sometimes that frustrates me when I text, and then I've, I can see they've read it. But sometimes it happens the reverse, where it's me. Someone said something, and I'm thinking, ooh, don't have to respond to that. Or... I've read it by like Amy, Amy, Amy gets really frustrated for me. I'm at work, phone pings up, I'll look at it and shut my phone down. I've read it, but I'm busy and I'm thinking, right, I'll do that in about a half hour. Four and a half hours later, I'll go, oh yeah, Amy texts me. Oh, we're off to, oh, I should have replied like 10 minutes ago. Oh, I'm in trouble. Oh, she's outside waiting. For yeah. Me. But so I, I do, I do completely, because you don't know what the other person's doing. So they may have read it or, like she said, they're online, but they might be online for smells. So if I'm doing some for work purposes, they might see I'm on work. Yes, I've read it, but I'm doing some, but I'm working. So I can see both sides of the story, but my biggest frustration is like, yeah, exactly. When you send some and you don't respond to me. <laughs> I was just looking through my message then because every now and again, I'll send you a message and then the next day you'll respond. And it'll be something like, ha ha. Like, what was you thinking about that? No, because what it is, is I'll done the exact same thing where I've looked at it, I've seen it, and I've, I've genuinely read it and done whatever, but then I've been bu- I'm busy doing something else, so I put my phone down, and then repeat my phone up later. Now, I've no real big excuse, because my phone seems to be glued to my hand. I am really bad that my phone is glued to my hand. I need to get away from that. Yeah, you do. And that's where my tip comes from later on. That's one to look forward to. Ooh. That's one to look forward to. What frustrates you? People. <laughs> oh, we, let's open this can of worms again. Yeah. No, I mentioned it last week. I've, I'm very content in the, the company I keep at the moment. I've, and even, even to the point where I'm now becoming more content in 
how I look and stuff. That's good. It's it's a good thing because it's taken me thirty three years to realise. Thirty four. It's taken me thirty four years <laughs> to realise. <laughs> I don't really. I, I, I care what people think if it's constructive and helpful. But if people are going to knock me down because I carry a little bit of weight or I'm wearing something that they don't agree with, then who cares? So I love Tiger's t-shirt. Yeah. And my rainbow socks. It's, it's, take, it's taken me 34 years to go, you know what? Who cares? Who, who, who are they to say what's right or wrong? I, I, can't, I probably cannot agree more. Just be happy the, with The you. gutting thing is, it's taken me 34 years to get to that. How, how, how bad is that? And I, I tell you right now, if I try and still let my kids, they'll probably get to the same age and go, oh yeah, he's right. There's so much pressure in society to look right, to be right, to be... And our generation was probably that first generation of the social media aspect of trending, setting, yeah, yeah. styling. I'm not saying my parents didn't have stylish clothes because you didn't, do you know what I mean? You all, you, all, you all had like fashion and stuff like that. But it... It seemed to be hitting a whole new level in my generation where it's, it's, clothes were really expensive. It's and the Instagram and, yeah. thing, though, isn't it? And it's the edit, you know, edit pictures and, and stuff. Everything looks beautiful, doesn't it, on there? We've said many a time before, people's lives on there are completely different to what they are in real life. We do, but we see the good stuff. Yeah. Yet you don't see everything else that kind of goes on. But we just want to be that good stuff. Yeah. And again, you know, all this influencer stuff, that people do. I mean, I know you're a massive influencer. I can't help it, mate. But all stuff like that is great in terms, but it's quite damaging as well. Mm. It's product sales, isn't it? It's marketing. It's a new age of marketing. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. It's no different to a billboard in the 60s. <laughs> exactly. It's just a new way to get your product to that person. And it all depends on who's selling that product. Yeah. Which is why these people have become multi-millionaires because for some bizarre reason, their face fits and boof, off they go. People want to listen to what they've got to say. Personality-wise, there's no difference to Adam, Eve or whatever. Or Steve. Exactly. They're no different to anybody else. It's like opinion-wise or what they've got to say. They've just been in the right place, right time, and it's clicked and it's worked and fair play to them, off they go. And now the multi-million pound moguls that people want to listen to. Yeah, I mean, we're going to get to that point with Yorkshire Tea, aren't we? Exactly. You know, we'll just keep pestering them yeah. until they decide to let us influence them. If they just send me a box of gold, <laughs> free box of gold, I'm happy. Because uh, Then we'll call it quits. Gold tea bags are expensive, right? We'll take this hostage situation that we've got Yorkshire Tea in. As soon as they pay up the gold tea bags, we'll leave them alone. Exactly. And then, then we're all right. Then everyone's happy. Who's the hostage? Yours or them? Them. I can't quite decide because what, what, how we got in by hostage? You wrote poor jingle that they commented on. Yeah. Which have I got up in our back pocket now? Now we're going to pester them so much and then the pestering will only stop. And they go, hey, yeah, yeah. have a bloody bag of tea bags. Yeah. You did. And maybe some biscuits. You actually don't do biscuits? No. What about me and Sean Bean? We'll do that as well. <laughs> I'd love to meet Sean Bean. I love Sean Bean. Okay. <laughs> There's a quote for the podcast. What a gag. <laughs> I love... not, not, in a, not in a sexual way. Do you I, think, love... I think he's absolutely class. Do you love prawns or Sean Bean? <laughs> prawns. It's food, mate. So what bothers you, mate? So, a lot of the things we've discussed, really, and I don't like people that put other people down. I don't like people that feel that one-upmanship is, is a way of 
getting on in life, mm. stuff like that. I'm so, I'm so easy going that, well, I say I'm so easy going, but there are a lot of things that still annoy me, mm. strangely enough. And I, I, I maybe just tell myself I'm easy going, but I'm really not. Do you know what annoys me sometimes as well? <laughs> Is it me? No, no. Do you open a packet of sweets and they're all like rubbish flavoured, like yellows and greens? That really annoys me. <laughs> I mean, that's only a minor thing. First world problems and all that. No, but yeah, still annoys me. Yeah. Right. So, we've just mentioned there about our Instagram and TikTok accounts about influencing. One of our TikTok videos has got over a thousand views on it. I know. You said, well, you told me. It took, it took a long while for me to realise what you were saying. Like early videos as well. Somehow one of our early ones have like sort of rekindled itself. How, how's that happen? I don't understand how the algorithms work. I don't understand how the, the For You page thing works. I, I just don't. My brain just won't comprehend that type of information. But it has. And that's quite happy. That's quite nice, isn't it? Yeah. It's a good video as well. Mm, I'm a terrible singer, aren't I? Well, that was the that was the point of it. Yeah, but it's embarrassing for me. Well, it is for you. We're gonna do some more as well. When summer kicks in, we'll go. Oh, yeah. We'll get out and do some more. We'll also film our dance yeah. Olympics, which we'll have to get started as well. So I'm I'm away in a couple of days. So when are you thinking to do this? We've got to do it during summer sometime. Yeah. Ultimately, we've picked our events. So we've yeah we've been sort of freewheeling the fact that we're going to do a lot of events. We've gone down to five alternative Dad Tales events. What are those events then? Hammer throw, best of three throws, furthest throw wins. And I've got to stipulate it's a lump hammer. I've got a lump hammer. We've got to throw out a lump hammer. A lump I don't lump want any hammer. like toffee hammers and stuff like that. We can probably <laughs> wing it in about a mile away. It's got to be a lump hammer. Toffee hammer. The other one we've got is a 50 metre sprint, just winner takes all, fastest time. Why have we gone for a 50 metre sprint? Because you can't do 100 metres. <laughs> I could struggle to do 50, that might turn into 30. I, I'm comfortable on that one. So far, first two, I'm feeling I've got in bag here. Alright. I generally think I've got a good arm on me, and I'm, I'm definitely quicker than you. I don't care what you say. I think for this, for 50 metres, but what I'm just thinking for everybody else out there, rather than kind of measure 50 metres, because we want, we're going to compete against each other with this, but we want other people to try and compete. Length of football fields, 50 metres, isn't it? I'm thinking half of football fields. God, anyway, basketball. First, to get three baskets in in as least amount of throws as possible. Yeah. So again, people can compete and try and get, get yeah. better than us. This, this next one, the BMX. So we've got a BMX track where we are. Yeah. A little BMX track. So we're going to borrow a bike. We did think about using a child's bike, but between us, we might break that child's bike. So we need to borrow a bike. Let's just say that. Quickest round track. Simple as. Yeah. One of us is definitely falling off that. More than likely. And then the final one is a climbing frame, climb, race, challenge. Quickest at top wins. Five events, which means obviously there's got to be a winner, point for each one to win. Yeah. You think initially you've taken the first two. Yeah. Basketball's a skill game. You ain't got that. Well, to be fair, the basketball's a luck game. Because I've taken a free for a line. Yeah. Yeah. So, BMX ride. I think that's going to come down to whoever's bike you borrow. Yeah. To the point where I think we need to borrow the same bike. 
Yeah, my attitude Because I'll be kicking off and I'm, I'm on Noah's little mini bike and you're on some sort of grunge bike. I'm like, well, I've lost out here because you've got a bike. It's bigger than my fair point. And then quick, it's the top of climbing. This could be the decider. Yeah. I'd like to think I'm... Oh, no, best not say that. I have seen you walk and trip up over nothing. <laughs> yeah, no. So, yeah, we'll get those done and we'll get those recorded and get the results as soon as possible so then you can challenge, or you can compete against us. Mm. I don't think anybody can beat us. Uber competitive. Speaking of Olympics, have you seen any Olympics? Have you been watching? Yeah, them? I was watching uh, Archery. Seen Archery. Right, so I've been watching the Archery. Right, so I've got a thing with this Archery. Is that... Is it a bow? Yeah. When I used to make a bow and arrow when I was a kid, it looked nothing like that. It's it's like loaded with everything they need. It's got no, it's got weights on it. It's yeah. weird. It's got weights at bottom, at front. No. It's got sights on it. It's got everything. That's not archery. Get a bit of stick and a bit of string, and throw it at that board, and then see. So, so you're saying thingy, but you'd fire it from what? Ten meters away. They fire from like nearly hundred meters away, mate. The, if you if you actually watch from behind when they fire it, they fire it up. So they go up. So it's come down and wind strike. Yeah, well, that's because they've got like a huge sniper on it. It's like a heat seeker. Oh, man, I'm not having that. Honestly, it's, it's the it, right bit. Of if you're watching, you're thinking, oh, I could do that. Could you heckers? Oh, no, right. Because you've got to go, like, say, it's like you've got to get to go up to come back down. Never. You've got to get the arc and that. And you've obviously got to balance the wind and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I never once said I could do that. What I'm saying is, if we went back about four or five Olympics ago, that kit would have been completely different. No? Same? No way. I bet there's different kit between now and then. Probably not as far away, what I'll say. Is no, not... the kit? I'm not about the cart. Yeah, no, the what I'm saying is, because, because they're getting better and better kit, they're moving further and further away from the sites and stuff. But it's just cheating. How is it? Because it's, it's all down to equipment. Yeah, I'm but that's like F1 and stuff. Exactly. Stick them all in a rowing boat, like them canoeists and stuff, all in a rowing boat and make them do but it. But the rowing boats are all like, um, technology-wise, is better than it's ever been. The more streamlined, the more aerodynamic. They can sit in a thinner boat. The cock at the front sits better. Cocks. It's like something that... Um, like out at Matrix or something. Yeah, oh, the yeah. one they had while well, I was watching today had... Arms all over, it's like a uh, two arms, didn't it? And they pretty much stand it on the arms, don't they? And yeah. pick it back up and get off it. Mate, you're talking to someone who knows that, actually. It's cheating. It's not. It's absolute cheating. It's the rules, you... man. <laughs> Did you see the skateboarding? Oh, no, I missed it. I, I'm watching something the wrong one. Skateboarding was on today. Did our young girl do well? I didn't see her. Oh. I was watching the men's. Skateboarding is fantastic. I said to you the other week, didn't I? I tried standing on Noah's skateboard. Mm. I couldn't even stand on it. What these guys are doing. It's unbelievable. A proper, proper skill. One guy came down, did his spin, got his board on like a rail, slid down that. As he got to the bottom, the skateboard just went from underneath him. As he came to the next obstacle, legs either side of it. Oh, man. I could have cried for him. Proper nutcracker. Nutcracker right in. Right. Final bit of business that we need to discuss. How are we getting on with your £10 challenge? Shocking. Absolutely shocking. Could this possibly be the first challenge I've ever 
Ja. Ja. Så point where I think I wrote a discrepancy that I've delivered a book to someone and they've not received it. Have you really? Yeah. Oh man. So I'm in that position where I'm like, I think I must refund them, so maybe I'll pocket out of it. <laughs> oh, no way. So I'm, I'm waiting to see if it turns up. I sent it, I didn't send it record delivery, I just sent it, because uh, I'm trying to keep the cost down as I can, I just sent it as cheap as I could. So I didn't send it recorded. Yeah. So I'm in that, that's where I'm at at the moment. Oh, no. So I'm fighting a, a battle where I think someone's playing silly beggars with me. Where I'm trying to play a game as well. <laughs> it is tough, we, we knew these first initial sales were going to be tough. Look at you, were you uh, <laughs> yeah, swinging your shoulders. We knew it was going to be tough, but not for me, because I'm about 20 quid up right now. <laughs> no, because you, your goods are only as good as you're selling, aren't they? Because yeah, but I've seen your new goods. You're gonna, you're up, you, you've managed to break the back of the dodgy sales to then now go for better sales. Yeah, the tennis racket, I did better than I thought I was going to do, which gave me some a little bit of funds, but I've managed to buy something that I could, I'm hoping to get about a fiver back for, but it only cost me 50p. So that's quite a big turnover, isn't it? Yeah. And my other one, if things happen as I want it to happen, it could potentially cost me a fiver, it could potentially be worth about 30 quid. I'll be honest, I'll probably take 20 just to flip it quickly. You're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> but they're both for sale. Until the sell, we've got nothing. Becky, I need to buy some stuff, <laughs> Becky, you can buy my money box off me. I've still got my pig money box as well. Right. The only thing I look forward to all week, Leon, it's your tip. Show me your tip. This is Leon's tip of the week. So, the tip of the week this week is, have you ever been in the house and where your kids are? Uh, yeah. Yeah? So here's your tip. Especially yours that are a little bit older. Turn the internet off and watch them magically appear. <laughs> tip of the week. Tip of the week. Perfect. I like it. Have you learned all this week? No, I haven't actually. I'd like to say I've learned a lot, but I don't feel like I haven't learned anything this week. Right, I don't think I've learned something this week, but I've, I've, got, I've got a bit of an issue. And I'll share this with you. So, what's an appropriate time to start making noise, maybe on a Sunday morning? Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Not that kind of noise. Not on my age. For me, eight, the, the problem being is that eight. we're leisure people. So, we've worked in leisure since we was at school. So, it's always early mornings. We, we've all, we're up and we're up, we've, we've got an attitude of getting up and getting it done. What would you consider appropriate? You're very thoughtful for like your neighbours and things aren't you like when you're having bad stuff you always ask and... I, th I think in all honesty like about nine ten o'clock on a sunday like a midweek thing i think in eight o'clock so my, my issue is i'm you, you know i'm a massive overthinker so i've been doing my garden and i get to a point where like it, it takes some noise to do doesn't mm -hmm. it whether i'm sawing wood or been breaking bricks and i'm very conscious about my neighbours all i want to do is make sure i get on with them so do you know how you combat this? Go tell him. Go tell well, him. just talk to him and say, oh, I hope you don't mind, I've been, been a bit noisy. If I've been a bit too noisy at times when you need to sleep or if someone's been late, so like, just tell me. Problem solved. You put it back in their cart, it's on them to then tell you them. 
Just an overthinker. Yeah, I'm the same as you. I'd, I'd, I'd like to annoy my neighbours because I just think you've got to live with them, like you say. Right, let's do this all again next week. Let's see you next week. I will see you next week. See you next week. Stay safe, my friend. Keep yourself smiling. Enjoy. Thank you for listening right to the end of this week's podcast and we hope that you've enjoyed it. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at dad underscore tales underscore or get involved by emailing us at dadtales at outlook.com. You can also now join our Facebook page by searching Dad Tales. Keep the feedback coming. We are genuinely humbled by all the input and the comments you're providing us. Stay safe, celebrate small victories and keep smiling.